Well, another day, another big commitment for the University of Alabama, this time for a 2024 guy. I'm just saying, it's Julian saying. Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am thrilled. You know, the younger Jimmy, um, gosh, feels like two decades ago. I, I used to, whenever we'd get a commitment from a big-time kid, I used to, like, practically throw a party. I was really into it. And it's one of the things that the Saban era, it hasn't diminished how excited I get when I realize the impact of these things. But... You know, Julian Sands very likely to be a five star at some point in this process. And uh, it's like adding another five stars just become like, well, we do that six, eight, nine days a year now. Yeah, that's so true. First of all, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. I'll talk about LinkedIn in just a bit. But that's so true. Um, you know, it has become old hat in a sense. But God bless. We need that hat because the day when we get quit getting superstar commitments is going to be a day that's going to uh, be a struggle for all of us. But Julian saying this is a guy we've been talking about for a few days now. It certainly has been seeming like uh, he was leaning towards Alabama as I sort of get straightened up. I looked crooked there, so I'm going to get straightened up. Um, so it, it looks like he's been leaning to Alabama for a while, at least for a week. And um, he makes the commitment over LSU in Georgia and it's a big one. So Jimmy, just tell us about this kid. Well, I mean, here, I'm going to tell you why I like him, and then at the very end, I'll tell you why I really like him, and, and I just wrote this up on, on the message board a while ago, um, so sorry if this is repeating myself for those of you who read it, but I really like him because he's athletic, not that he's athletic in the in the Michael Vick sense, no, he's athletic in the sense that this is an above average athlete for the quarterback position, uh, he's athletic in the... Uh, more, you know, I would say more athletic than John Parker Wilson, um, less athletic than Bryce, uh, but you know, in the in the ballpark of, of an athletic kid, he's just so good from the pocket. You don't really see a lot of of his feet, uh, other than buying himself time in the pocket and using his feet uh, to manipulate the pocket. He, he's he's a real advanced kid. Another reason I like him. This is a polished kid. Uh, I had no doubt before I knew this for a fact that he had a private coach. This is not a kid that just shows up during his high school season and says, hey, coach, how do I do this? What do I do? No, this is a kid that is trained by a good coach year round. He's very polished. He's a mature player. He has a good arm. He doesn't have a, hey, let's not kid ourselves here. He's not going to be this, you know, he throws it through the car wash and the, and the ball doesn't get wet guy that's not who he is uh he's more of a passer than a thrower and by that i mean he'll change arm angles he'll change velocity he'll change arc those are those are pitchers those are greg maddox it's not randy johnson fastballs uh he's smart hey and i like this proven against big time competition my understanding is he not only plays in a large classification in carlsbad california he plays against premium athletes. This is a kid that lives, for those who, who aren't familiar with California geography, 
uh, he, he plays in North San Diego County. This is a kid north of San Diego and south of Los Angeles. So it's very urban, uh, tons of really good athletes in that area, high premium Southern California football, sort of like Bryce. He's also very bright. Uh, he's ambitious. Hey, when you're the number one prospect in California, you're the number one quarterback in California, and you're like, where do you want to go to school? And you're like, I want to go play for the best program in the country. And they're like, uh, that's Alabama. That's a whole other side of the continent. But he's like, I don't care. That's a driven, ambitious kid. He could have stayed much closer to home and played for a good program. Look, I'm an Alabama guy, but uh, I know college football programs. And let me tell you, USC, UCLA, uh, other schools in the Pac-12, uh, Washington, Oregon, uh, to say nothing of the schools he has to fly over to get here. The whole Big 12. How about Texas and Oklahoma who'll be joining the SEC? I mean, this kid's like, hey, I want to go play for the best coach of all time. That's at Alabama. He doesn't even blink. He's like, hey, that's where I'm going to go. So those are the traits I like, which is a lot, right? But there's a reason I like about him even more, and that's this, because you can't help but make the comparisons because they're from the same corner of the world. Basically, Every word I used to describe Julian saying, I would use to have described Bryce, you know, three or four years ago when he was a prospect about the athleticism, about the arm talent, about the ambitiousness, about the intangibles, about playing for a good program against other premium high school programs, the year round training. And by the way, if you think I'm just an Alabama homer here comparing him to Bryce, uh, Andrew Bone talked to the guy who trains Julian Sand, he also happens to train Bryce Young and Malachi Nelson. And this guy told Andrew Bone, Julian Sand can be better than all of them. So there's a lot of reason to be excited here. For those who just look at nothing but the rankings, that's crazy early. I mean, it's literally like asking Mel Kuyper right now, Mel, give me your top five in the 2024 draft. Not, not the upcoming one. The draft after that, how accurate do you expect Mel Kuyper to be? And, and, and you shouldn't hold the recruiting ranking people to a higher standard than Mel. You should actually hold them to a lower standard. There's less information about high school kids who change dramatically week to week, unlike the college kids. So I'm just saying, don't, 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 don't label him where he's ranked today. The rankings on Julian saying, I mean, look how far away next season at Alabama is, Luke. Like, doesn't the 2023 season right now feel like it's a decade away? Julian Sands not even going to be on the team. He's a whole year away from being on the team from there. So, it, it, you know, there's a lot that's going to have to shake out. And uh, when I say all the time about let's say he'd committed to LSU, I'd have been right here telling you guys, well, this, this recruitment isn't over. Um, it, it's not over. He says it is. Uh, I believe him. I believe he believes it's over. But let's see what happens if there's a change at OC. Let's see what happens if there's a change in head coach. Uh, there, there's just a long way to 2024. want to talk a little more Julian saying and maybe a little more recruiting when we get back. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about the college football rankings, which were debuted last night. 
certainly have some comments on those. But right now, I want to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every single new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. We use them at Robinson Iron. We use them at Satterfield. I'm sure you use them. If Jimmy had a company, he'd use them. <laughs> it's so easy. All you need to do is add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to and helps you do it faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Got to read you this quote um, from saying, says uh, this is actually him. Bryce Young is about to be their third straight first round pick, and that's pretty impressive. My family actually talked with Bryce and his family, and they told us a lot of what others told us, that it's hard there. You have to compete every day, but honestly, I can't wait. I'm someone who likes to be coached hard. I don't want it to be easy. I can handle toughness and discipline. I'm very confident in my ability to get in there and compete, and the coaches made it very clear that the quarterback position is going to be wide open when I get there, and the best man always plays there no matter what year he is in the program. And he also said one other thing. I talked to a lot of people about this decision, and they all said the same thing. It's not always going to be fun, but there's a lot demanded of – and there's a lot demanded of you, but it's worth it in the end. Oh, man. I mean, that's that's like – it's like Nick Saban made him say that. It's so <laughs> Saban-esque. Um, it's beautiful. It's poetry. Um, and look, at juxtapose that against – some other coaches who are like, you know, promising jobs or, you know, I had so much fun here. We love it. You know, Saban's just real. And, and, and again, people wonder how does a 71 year old relate to all these uh, high school kids now It's because he just tells the truth. That's what, that's what they all want. They want the truth. And if you don't tell them the truth now, you know, it used to be, you don't have to tell them the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. You'll play. And knowing good and well, they won't play. Well, now you got the transfer portal. If you don't tell them the truth, they're going to be out of there. So um, sometimes if, even if you tell them the truth, they'll be out of it. So, uh, yeah, I think that this is just a, a match made in heaven. Um, oddly, he's the number 14 player and a five-star on the 24-7 composite and the number 12 player and a four-star on 24-7 itself. That's weird, but that's what it is. Uh, Jimmy, I guess go through any other recruiting tidbits before we go to the next segment and talk about the college football playoff rankings. Sure. Uh, boy, I'm probably going to – this is probably going to be one of the dumbest things I've said on the show, which is like – I'll take that bet. Yeah. <laughs> I've said some dumb things on this show, and I'll say some dumb things later. So this will probably be the dumbest. But, you know, when you're just talking about Nick Saban and, and he could have written that statement, and I, we talk all the time th – this is not the dumb part. Uh, we talk all the time about how Saban's recruiting pitch is like a self – fulfilling prophecy that's why we get all these Saban bots we we get them because they want they want what Nick Saban is selling you know they want no fun they want no PlayStation they want no pool parties they they want to come to Alabama and be football robots 
it built in the Saban form. That's what they're signing up for. And kids like that end up panning out. That's why Alabama has all these five stars that pan out because they show up and they work like, like Saban told them they would have to, but that's what they signed up for. So here's the stupid part. Luke, if I was asking you, and I know you don't know much about this, this is exactly what I'm asking you. And so, so, so you might be as dumb about this as me, but, Let's say that you're the type, you're graduating from high school, and, and you think what you want is, I want to fight for my country. I, I want to enlist in the military, but I want to be on the front line. I want to be the first in. I want to be the guy that wades ashore in Normandy and stands up first. I want a guy that, I'm going to be the guy that runs point. I'm going to be the first dude and I want to be trained maniacally. I want the hardest training the military has for an enlisted man. Is that kid going to sign up in the Marines or the Air Force or the Army or Navy? He signed up in the Marines, right? A kid like that. And, yeah. you know, and, and I'm not saying the Army and Navy and Air Force didn't have tough guys. Of course they do. But I'm saying that that's what the Marines are pitching. And the kids that sign up to be a Marine, that's what the Marines are getting because they've made it clear, hey, this is what we're looking for. And kids that fit that profile like, hey, that sounds like me. I want that. And that's really, to me, what Saban is, is he makes it clear to these guys what it is. It's hard. It's not easy. It's a ton of competition. You you know, other, other teams say, hey, you want to have fun here? Let me tell you what's fun for us, winning all the games, graduating, and then going in the first round of the draft. That's what we think is fun. And kids are like, yeah, I want to do that. I don't care if I don't have PlayStation pool parties and, and firework shows on, on Tuesday afternoons. Uh, I, I think it's like the Marines. You, you, you attract the exact type of kids that you want. And I think Joy and Sam is going to be yet another Saban bot. No, I'm right there with you. Um, in fact, I mean, I have the thought while you're saying all that, like the fun for me is kind of like probably the fun for the Alabama players. I have fun on Sundays now because usually my team is one, usually uh, a lot more often than not. And I can watch the game a little bit. And then I watch the NFL where I see all the guys I used to cheer for kicking butt and making a gazillion dollars. You know, Amari Cooper just had a big game for Cleveland the other night. Derrick Henry set another record. Uh, Tua, man, watching Tua right now, I'm having as much fun watching Tua for the Dolphins as I had watching him for Alabama. And I'm pulling for him so hard. It's like Alabama is the training ground for you to have fun and make money in a few years. And I'm happy to be that training ground. We are Paris Island in your, uh, in your analogy. So uh, I kind of dig that. All right. We're going to take a break and talk about uh, Bet Online really quickly. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting, football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is. They got it at BetOnline.net. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every single game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. I'm trying to say it in a new tone, and maybe that will 
help people understand. Um, all right, college football playoff rank. Bet online has cool odds on who the uh, Auburn uh, next Auburn coach will be. So if you want to bet on uh, who the next Auburn coach will be, go to Bet Online. They got some uh, cool odds over there. And frankly, uh, I think there's guys lower down the list with higher odds that are more realistic. Uh, I think you can go over there and nail the Auburn coaching search and make you some money. Yeah, look, everybody's talking Dion. Everybody's talking Lane. Lane is so he's, – he's gotten to be just brilliant. I mean, he's, he's like trolling – uh, Jimbo, he's defending Saban. He, somebody asked him about the Auburn job. He said, I think Deion Sanders would be perfect for that. I mean, he's 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 just gotten to be hilarious. Um, what a personality. I don't want Lane over there just because I think Lane is cool. I don't want Deion over there because I do think he could bring in some recruits. I don't know if he can coach. I'm not super scared of either one of them, but I, I am uh, to, to the point of, you know, I, I sort of hope they do what Auburn does, but I don't know what that is. We'll just have to wait and see. I don't uh, we'll think it'll be Lane, but I mean, in terms of anybody wants advice on who to bet, bet on, I mean, I don't think it'll be Lane, but it could be Lane. It could be. I'm not telling people it's not. I, yeah. I don't I, think it will. And and Dion, I, I think the same thing. I I don't think it will be D. It could be, but I don't. I don't think so. I, I'm more today. Today, I'm feeling Jeff Grimes. I you know I was going to say Jeff Grimes too, but we'll talk about that another time. College football playoff rankings. Jimmy, let me just give you my quick thoughts. Number one, the uh, righteous indignation coming from guys like Tim Brando, who just, I mean, Tim, man, give it up, dude. Seriously, you're, you're, it's just gotten to be pathetic how, man, he just dogs the playoff committee, dogs them without and, ever saying he, he criticizes, he criticizes, but he doesn't. Give us his four. Okay, Tim, who are who's your four? You know, who who did they make you, you say every year they screw it up, but he never says who he'd put in. You know, that's that's an easy criticism. It's easy to say they got it wrong. Well, then what's right? You know? Well, look, you know, he he was he's just all he's just I can't believe the committee put Alabama over TCU. It's not that big a deal. I mean, I'm fine. Frankly, let me tell you something. I do think they messed up. Number one, I would have put Tennessee number one. They did that right. But I definitely would have had Georgia too, and here's why. Yeah. Number one, it makes it a one versus two matchup, and we can say, well, we're just doing this all in the interest of fairness and whatever. That's BS. First of all, Georgia probably deserves a number two spot flat out. They have a better win than Ohio State does, and that's not even debatable. Uh, the 49-3 win over Oregon, oh, yeah. who's – No eight, question. It's not even no close. Question. So and no. the defending national champs. So I would put Georgia to give you Georgia a one versus two matchup. The the nation's enthralled. Ohio State's three. And here's the thing: because if Georgia wins this weekend, guess what's going to happen? Georgia goes to one anyway, and Ohio State stays at two. So if you had made Georgia two, then what you could do is put Ohio State two next week and drop back whoever lost this game. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So I that do. Makes, that makes a lot more sense. Um, the the Clemson thing at four, I had a lot of people um, on Twitter complaining, like, Michigan deserves that. First of all, Michigan's schedule is bunk. Uh, uh, Clemson's in a lot better, but everybody was saying Michigan would wipe the floor with Clemson. I don't know about that. And frankly, if you're going to get upset, here's what I would do, and this is where I'm not even agreeing with Tim Brando because I think he's always wrong, but I would put TCU at four. If you're, if you're really debating Michigan – 
Clemson, well, what I do is go, you know, well, TCU is undefeated and they've had, they have better wins than either one of these two. So why don't you put them there? Then you get rid of the, the angst and you can put Clemson at five, Michigan six, and then put Alabama seven. I'm fine as an Alabama homer and lover. I'm fine with Alabama at seven because if we went out, we might be number one. The right. way, so just put us at seven. It doesn't matter. I mean, they they really they overthink this sometimes. If you, I, under- I, I have no. I think Alabama should have been seven, and not because I, I think Alabama's seventh best team. I just think based on what's happened this season, it would have been fair to put TCU ahead of Alabama, and 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 I'm for that. But at the same time, those griping that TCU should be ahead of Alabama, I would be real curious to know where those people's money would be if this weekend Alabama played TCU in New Orleans on a neutral field and it was for a spot in the playoff. Bryce Young and Alabama versus TCU. For all those who are screaming that TCU should be ahead of Alabama – Who's better? And 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 show me with your money. Go to the bet online right now, and I'm sure you can bet that TCU will finish ahead of Alabama this season. If you oh TCU's better than Alabama, then then go bet your money on it. Go go put your money on that TCU will have a better team than Alabama, than that than, than or will finish higher than Alabama will this season. Uh, I'm just saying. I, I think a lot of people are self righteous about it, but they're not exactly willing to invest their own personal money. Well, here's the thing, Jimmy. And by the way, Alabama would be a double-digit favorite over TCU on a neutral field tomorrow. Double-digit favorite. Right. And here's here's my thing. You know, this is where, like, a guy like Brando, it just feels like he's looking for clicks. Because – and same thing with Danny Cannell. All, if you just said, hey, look, I would have TCU above Alabama. I, I can go – yeah, I, to tell you the okay. truth, I would too. I'm a huge Alabama fan. I am a gump of the, of the gumpest proportions. And I, I would do that too because I think that's that's probably right because it doesn't really matter because Alabama, if they went out, they're in. So I'm not – and they have to win out. Alabama's already in the playoffs. So I think if we just said, yeah, that's okay, I mean, I'd probably flip-flop those two. Instead of this is egregious, This the committee, they should all be lined up and dropped into the middle of the Pacific Ocean. This is horrible. I can't believe it. You hate the little guy. It's none of that. It's just – it's it flip flop them and it and so what and here's the thing if Alabama loses this weekend or next weekend they'll all go see told you Alabama sucks no, Alabama doesn't suck <laughs> would would TCU by the way would if Alabama does get out of these two next games if they do beat LSU on the road at night and if they do beat Ole Miss on CBS against an uh, Ole Miss team that's had um, an off week. Are you going to tell me that TCU would be able to win both those games? No, they would. They would never games. win both. They could get lucky and win one, but they they wouldn't win both. I'm not. I, they, they, there's only four or five teams I think capable of winning both of those games. Alabama's one of them, along with Georgia, uh, you know, Ohio State, and uh, maybe Tennessee uh, could beat both of those teams back to back. But no, that, that that's that's exactly right. And and I saw someone say the uh, Rittenberg or somebody. Uh, the committee's love fest with next Nick Saban continues. Oh, you mean the guy that wins all the playoff games? <laughs> the guy every year that 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 argument would mean something if Alabama consistently was invited to the playoff and lost the first game. 
That's only happened one time in eight years. Where And by the way, Alabama was a number one seed, you know, the year that happened. Uh, it, it, the love fest with the playoff, yet Nick wins more playoff games than anyone else. And last year, by the way, Tim Brando's been a consistent champion of the group of five, saying they get the short trip. They never get invited. They should be invited. They're, they're, there's no representation, and, and, and the system works against them. Well, Tim, they did get invited last year, and they played Alabama. And frankly, while it wasn't 50 to nothing, Alabama, Alabama just toyed with them. Game and got out, and it wasn't it wasn't very close. It we toyed with them. No, we really yeah. did. We just sort of screwed around with them for a while. You well, know, I mean, they, they couldn't stop the run, so we didn't. So we like got Bryce, but we're like, why use Bryce when they can't stop Brian Robinson? <laughs> All right, buddy, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Tomorrow's podcast, which will be out kind of early too, is a crossover episode with um, the great folks at. Locked on LSU. So check that out. That'll be out tomorrow. But tonight, subscribe and do all those things. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all for watching and listening. Y'all the best. Roll Tide, Jimmy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.